0: Hey, guys, thanks for listening to the Beggins Brothers podcast. You got Jeff Beggins and Craig Beggins. Here's what you're going to get here, and you're going to get something real. You're going to get something raw, and you're going to get some real-ass experience. We've got over 60,000 transactions, 28 years, billions and billions and billions and billions and billions of real estate sold here, and thousands of agents recruited, trained, coached, held through good times, bad times.
1: And I'll say thousands of stupid agent mistakes that we want to teach you about so you don't have to recreate the
0: wheel. That's right. So shave off a lot of time that it's going to take you to get to a next level by listening. So we appreciate you guys paying attention and enjoy it. And enjoy the Beggins Brothers podcast. All right, guys, welcome to a brand new quarter here and we're changing things up a little bit for this quarter's podcast. And this one is called The, the Beggins Brothers Podcast, right? We're once keeping it real in real estate, now we're doing The Beggins Brothers. And to start that off, you're sitting with The Beggins Brother and then kind of an adopted one sitting there on the other end. Beggins, Beggins. Always
2: and the redheaded stepchild, no <laughs> pun intended.
0: <laughs> so what I want to start out is, first of all, we just decided this is a hell of a beautiful day and a great area. It's a little bit cool this morning, but still perfect. And we are sitting on one of the coolest things around in our marketplace, and it's the Florida Tiki Tours, and it's a floating Tiki Hut, and it is just awesome. And Captain Dan's are here with us, and we are just cruising around Madeira Beach, Florida, checking out John's Pass and enjoying it. If you guys have not been on this, you need to check it out. It's just pretty cool. That's the best yeah, way to really describe is. it. There's a sign right
1: there that says, drinking is mandatory and clothing is optional.
0: <laughs> so we kinda, we had to do what we had to do. So do what you do. So don't ask us what time it is, it doesn't really matter. It's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> right. So, a little background here just for those who are because our audience is growing a lot and it's great we got people all over the world now watching which is sweet that's cool and for those of you who really don't know a background i thought it'd be kind of fun to give a little background about what we know about each other being brothers and then from mike puma's perspective being around us for a few years now how things are coming out so i'll just start by just giving a little intro this guy here craig beggins my brother and uh, my good looking older brother <laughs> Is um I'm the clean cut one. He's the rebel of the group <laughs> with the, the rebel. with the ponytail. We have um, a really cool history there. So the background is it's better coming from somebody else, I think. So the background with Craig is is he's a hell of a real estate agent, hell of a person, great coach, and amazing broker. Right? I mean he's. Truly, the broker record of our company, you 21 Beggins, and now 28 years. 28 years. In business, 11 years top workplace in Tampa Bay. Several hundred agents were doing, doing tens of billions of dollars in sales, almost 60,000 transactions closed now, all right here in Tampa Bay. So, and you've been at the the helm of that ship the entire time. Yep. Starting from three agents to what we are right now. Earned, earned every one of these gray hairs. That's right. And that, it's, it's amazing to see the steadfastness and consistency of you being able to go through the awesome markets, the crappy markets, the shitty markets, literally thousands and thousands of agents, right? In and out the door as the world moves in the, the real estate industry and seeing a lot, right? So what I really am looking forward to doing on this next quarter is kind of bringing in some of that, the cool, funny stories, interesting stories, life lessons, interesting facts and problems and challenges and issues. We've observed a few mistakes along the way. Yep, and we get surprised, literally. You would think you've seen pretty much everything with 60,000 sales. Nope. But no, it, it happens a lot. So <laughs> you've got, with this guy, one of the smartest, most knowledgeable brains in the real estate industry. Thank you. And that really hasn't, that deal hasn't come across your desk you haven't touched. So the value that you bring to all of us and this whole organization is huge. So that's what I'm looking forward to interjecting more of what you're doing in this marketplace. Awesome. So. Happy to do that and hope we can pass some good knowledge
1: along to you guys. A little bit about my brother here. I didn't really know him for the first 12 years of my life. (laughs) You (laughs) can never a little bit this way. Because I am am six years older. Six years older. Six years older. So, what amazes me about Jeff and what you're going to learn from Jeff is he is unquestionably the best salesperson I've ever met. The level of education and discipline I've seen. Well, first of all, when, when we started, Jeff joined the real estate company, how old were you? Right out of college, 23. 23 years old? Yeah. Um, We were disciplined by Mike Ferry, and it was phone call, phone call, phone call, phone call, and script, 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 script. And Jeff mastered the script so well, and learn NLP, which he teaches us every quarter. He actually did so much. He had a telephone dialing system that had, we had specially made with two headsets, and two handsets and he would dial both phones at the same time and whoever answered he talked to the other one he hang up on and that was just the efficiency so you're learning from a guy who's not only just I've never prospected that level you know I got into management and stopped selling right I'd miss that so Jeff brings a level of sales training that it's just unheard of and you're gonna learn a lot and then management wise well, what he's done is he's, he's taken the sales techniques that he's learned and taught himself how to communicate like a master. And that has taken him to a level where he is really, you got a hundred million dollars for the project right now? right? Right now, right in this town. Yeah, and that is just dedication and discipline and sales knowledge and communication skills that you all can learn from this guy and hopefully take on some bigger
0: projects yourself. So lots of opportunities to learn. And we're going to go through step by step on how to do this because, guys. I mean, I love the analogy we use: the rising tide raises all boats. Yep. Right. I mean, no one's paying to watch this podcast. We're we're doing this truly to pass along the education that we have because we it, don't want to work with agents who don't know what they're doing. That's a good <laughs> point too. We want we want to raise everybody up because it's it's our company. It's Beggin's Enterprises, but our mantra is it's BE three and it's Beggin's and empower, educate, and encourage. And so Eat every day we power. wake up, it's about empowering, educating, and encouraging our group. And then we realize we're going to, we've got big lofty kick-ass goals for our company from an expansion standpoint. And as we grow and expand as a company, we want more cool people that are doing deals with us. Whether you work with us or not, doesn't really matter. Want you to uh, at least know us. And as we teach all the time, it's attract and repel. And some of you will like us, want to hang out and follow stuff and come to some events with us. And some of you say, screw you guys. And either way is fine. At least you know what we're doing. And we're always here to help you no matter what. Yeah, we don't cooperate with agents. We We don't
1: compete with agents. We cooperate with them so either work with us or work with us either way it's
0: fine so we're bringing all that to you so puma
2: yeah so i mean i i joined these guys a little over two years ago and you know obviously i've known jeff for a little bit longer and you know i think he's the first person i ever met where i'm like holy shit, this guy might think of more ideas than i do (laughs) um and so that was that was pretty cool so i knew i knew me and him were going to see eye to eye and then i met craig And Jeff warned me that Craig's a little bit more analytical. Um, (laughs) But what I quickly realized was this was a place that I needed to be because to surround yourself, I've been on a lot of executive teams, big companies, small companies. And what you fail to see often is at the higher you get on that ladder, the less in the weeds the guys are, the less innovation there is that they're they're just so used to doing the things that got them there that they forget to constantly look at new things and be open to looking at new things. And when I got around both these guys, it was clear that that was not the case. These guys are taking an industry that historically has done things one way and the same way over and over and over again. And they're saying, listen, we know those things work, but we have to continue to innovate those things and do things a little bit differently and and adapt to the society that we're in today. And no one does that better than these two guys sitting right here. So to be on this team, to be with them and to be able to constantly come to work every day and and be able to have an idea today and then know that we're going to be already starting to execute on it tomorrow (laughs) is super cool. I don't think you'll ever see another real estate or really any organization that moves as quickly as we do on new things and new ideas so
1: do we have to wait till tomorrow <laughs> yeah we now, really... a lot of times we don't, <laughs> we don't.
2: <laughs> you know there, there's stuff that my you know me and jeff will be texting at 10 30 at night and she's like he might be more on than you are i'm like i i, I know it's amazing so and the
0: funny part is we'll come up with a new idea and by the time it's five <laughs> o'clock in the morning and we're up again, the domain's been purchased, the website is up, and it's functioning. And he goes, hey, you guys, check this out. like, holy crap, that's awesome.
2: Yeah, I mean, a lot of times, (laughs) if stuff takes more than a day after we thought about it, it feels like it's taken way too long (laughs) to to get it done. So we like to move quick, and I think you're gonna see that in a lot of the ideas and things that are presented this quarter when we talk about them. And uh, I just hope everyone can keep up.
0: That's right, and I think we're gonna bring some entertainment value along with it because a lot of funny stuff happens guys in this in this industry yes. and i was talking we were talking yesterday you were at the, the sales meeting here on the beaches i was doing on tuesday uh, dad was in the audience and we were talking about um the market the the current state of this market right now and i said look you've been doing this 50 years now what are you seeing today versus whatever before and he said unequivocally this is the absolute number one, best, strongest, most amazing real estate market in the history of his entire career. in the in the In the record of the real estate industry. We finally broke him down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because those of you know him, we love him. He always sees, um, which is a great trait, he always watches out to see what's coming as a threat. <clears throat> and to say that there's not threats is a, is a blind statement. There are. But right now, everything is aligning at a point where you, we've never been able to do the things we're doing. And we're, we're coming to you right now from Tampa Bay, and which, guys, is the absolute treasure of all real estate markets, which you've seen all the hedge funds buying, there's hundreds of millions of dollars pouring into this market as we speak right now, just because, I mean, God, look behind us, this is why. This is, <laughs> this is January, and it's we're on a tiki boat.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right, hanging out. <laughs> So, but we do have a still, jacket on so we're not real happy about that still affordable though too i mean That's we're key. in south florida this week and and talking to those guys and they're you know inner intercoastal with not even as clear water and their homes are two three times oh, yeah. what it is over yeah. here so it matters and here's
0: the thing if you th- everything we do and this is kind of a an an interesting play because it's frustrating in a lot of ways too. Yep. Everything we do is figure out what can we do to help the people that are around us get better and have a better lifestyle. That's really what drives us because it's been drilled into our heads from dad. You help enough people get what they want, you never have to worry about anything for yourself. That's right. So it's kind of become the mantra to just help, 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 do, 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 bring opportunities. And those of you watching, the, you're obviously in the real estate industry, most of you, it's all about inventory, 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 inventory. And we preach nonstop, go get more inventory. And if it doesn't happen, we just said, you know what? We're just gonna go get more inventory. So one of the things we've been starting to do now is bring in more things to the table for, to have our agents to sell and to promote and go live from and do the videos from and do the content, push the things out if they want to. Well, it's the number one problem with the real estate
1: market. There's, it's low inventory nationwide. And if you, they're not gonna get it, we need to get it.
0: <laughs> right, and, and over 28 years, and then the relationships yourself. come. Yes. Now
2: between just here and what we're doing on the new project in Mira Bay, we have $130 million of inventory yep. that, that you guys have gone out and secured. And right. they're
1: not, not discounted commissions either.
2: Right, now, here's the thing. I think there's a lot of agents that are gonna watch this and say, well, how in the world do you go and secure 130 million? And I think even, with even as the relationships matter, all of that matters, which you guys have built over years and years and years of doing what you said you're gonna do. But I think for me, I always look at it and say, you know what? If you were a single agent trying to go get it and only leverage yourself, it never would have worked. If you went to that builder and said, I'm going to, Craig Beggins is going to go sell this, he would say, "Ah, I need more than just Craig Beggins. But you guys don't do that. You would never get $100 million in active project business here if it was just you. And they like you, but they're never just going to buy you. Oh, it's, and it's so never the fact about that. you're leveraging. And we're bringing
1: 400 right, people with us. And that's what
2: you're <laughs> right. leveraging. Right? And that's what we and sell in so, our
1: presentation. That's what our agents should be selling too. Exactly.
2: Yeah. And I think that's where they miss the boat. I don't care who you're with. And, and, and if they're not selling more than you, then there's a problem. Your broker is bigger than you are. So you have to leverage that. These guys are two of the most successful people you're ever going to meet. We'll say
1: brokerage, not the broker. They put some ego. In Correct. Out. Okay. The brokerage. brokerage.
2: Yeah. They got to leverage the brokerage because at the end of the day, these two are individually are more successful than than most real estate agents you're going to meet. Yet they're still leveraging the entire brokerage, the 400 agents, this past sales, our ability, and that's what's going to lead. To a hundred million dollars, hundred thirty million dollars, no real. Estate.
0: Right on, and it gets even bigger than that because when I'm talking with anybody, right, whether it's a new agent coming on board, somebody transfer from another company, hundred fifty million dollar project, a million dollar, doesn't matter. It's the agent level: can I trust you? Do you care about me? Are you good? It's the brokerage: what resources do you bring? And it's the brand, yep. right? And so one of the things that we always tout too is, yeah, you know, guys. For what's what's shocking to me is a lot of short-sightedness from a, a agent perspective. No, doubt. that it's about me, and I was I was talking with an agent yesterday. An agent decided they didn't want to be at our company anymore. Great, right? It is what it is. Free country, and um. But the the thought process of it is I don't get it because you're gonna up oh, Jonathan. Oh. All right, so we just had a little hiccup here. We were on the TCAP boat, hit a wave, and the lights flew off into the water, but it's all good. Nobody is dead. We got one guy flapping around on the floor, but it's going to be okay.
2: He'll be all right. He's yeah. Yeah, it it just it. a little sad flashlight. <laughs> His heart will start again.
0: So what we're talking about is how we teach the agents to leverage their brokerage. Well, I think what we're saying is
1: we do what we teach. Yep. So, And that's important. you got to walk the walk and talk the talk, and we do that. And then we teach them to do that. And some of them do and do very well. And some of them don't don't. Right. But I think that's what we do. We and, just do what we say.
0: And we leverage in the brand, because it's, it's something nice to say that it's not just the agent. It's not just the brokerage. It is the brand. It's the 90 countries, 120,000 salespeople. It's all this, that and the other. Doesn't hurt, right? Because honestly, we always say people buy with emotions and they justify with logic. The emotional sale is, do they trust you? And that's it. That's it. That's it. That's the end of the day. Do they think that they have your best interest in mind? And do they actually trust you? And then behind that, they look and say, well, I like them and trust them. Are they good? And then they start peeking and that's when your brokerage matters. That's when your brand matters. That's when past performance matters. And that's when you being honest and saying if you don't have a ton of past performance that you need to leverage your brokerage and your brand and what's going on in your market. I mean, if you live in, in, in Gazebi, Idaho and you're brand new and you work for Coldwell Banker, you better be leveraging how many homes Coldwell Banker has sold in that neighborhood in Idaho won your next listing presentation, because if you didn't, that's stupid, right? It's just helping to build the logic behind of what you're gonna to bring to that table. Well, if you have th- the card, play
2: it. I, yeah, I think it also comes down to understanding what type of business do you wanna build? I mean, we hired that agent yesterday, and yes. he's a very productive agent, and I knew that she was gonna be an awesome fit, because as we're sitting there, she was, she said to me, she said, I, you know, I have a good friend of mine who, was saying that I should go to this other hundred percent shop and just do it. She goes, but you know, I just thought to myself that if I was only going to work people that I know that are in my just sphere that and up. past clients, then I could do that. But that's not the business I want to build. I'm doing I want to do more than that. I want to I'm gonna be talking to people who don't know me. And when I do that, I think the brand matters. That's a said, smart ding 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 <laughs> hired. <laughs> like, yeah. That is exactly that is exactly the right mindset. But I think Having the self-awareness is step number one of what business do I want to build, yep. right? Am I trying to just do a couple deals here and there with my mom and and my family members, or am I trying to, to build, build a, a business. real business, right? And if you are, then you need to take a hard look at who is behind you, what is that brand, who is your brokerage? what's in your you wallet. Know, look at all of those. Yes. Well, that,
0: this agent that we just that we that we hired yesterday after chatting with her over the phone. I mean, she's with a good brand right now. She is. And she actually says, I like them. Yeah. I don't have anything negative to say. I just feel more comfortable that you guys can help me take it to the next level. And that's for whatever reasons, right? What do we teach the agents on nonstop? It's commonalities and it's a subconscious trait. And some people are attracted to people. Some people are just, are not and that's gonna to happen to you building business. I mean, our business is growing our business. We grow our business by bringing agents to come on board to help them grow their business, and then we all win across the board. Yep. So we're, we're completely aligned in the exact same business the agents are in. It's just our listing appointments are agents, right? and they're out there getting the listings. It's the same, same deal, but it's bringing value. So like an agent should be bringing value to their market with no expectations of any return. Right. Look what we're doing. We're bringing value to a bunch of agents with yep. no expectation of any return. Some people like it, some people don't, and that's just fine. But that's, that's an issue that I think it's hard for a lot of people to get through their head. Like what, what, why do I do this? Why do I want to say stuff? What am I going to teach them? If I go tell them for sale by owner, how to sell their house, what value do I have then? Like, what are they yeah, going to do? They don't need do it me.
2: themselves. Right.
0: And you hear that a lot.
2: Oh, a lot. It's that fear, but I, but it's I would argue, is forth. that fear, is it real? Or do you think they're using that as an excuse? right? To not do it. It's easier to sell Cause I, again, I think going back to your point, I've, there's so many things like that where I'm like, okay, do they really think that for sale by owner is going to sell it themselves? Cause the statistics say otherwise, right? They say that a uh, majority of them don't even put a sign in the yard. So do they really think that if you give them a guide, a 30 page guide, that, like we've created and you hand that to a for sale by owner, do you really think they're going to go in and do all of those steps to sell that house it Most uh, if, maybe they will, but I think it's I think it's a way they justify it to themselves to it, not even. It do happens it.
1: when they're attached to the outcome. I had this conversation with the agent. That I said, "Look at this thing Mike created, 35-page Fisbo guide." I said, "Check it out." She looked at it and said, "I would never use that. Why would I give the Fisbo all my secrets to selling houses?" I'm like, "Because the first thing they're going to see is, oh my gosh, I have to do. I can't do all that. I've got right. a full-time job. Yeah. My, I don't want strangers coming. They're going to figure it out. They're going to." They're going to find out what we actually do, and realize they can't do it. Yeah, but that's a mindset shift, or, or that's the, abundance or scarcity. Or
2: they're going to use it, and they're going to do it. But the fraction of the people that will actually follow through on that is so slim. And my thought is, if they're really willing to go do all God that and they execute on it, then they were going we to sell the house value anyways. <laughs> yeah, they should get their real estate license because they were going to probably sell that house without that well, agent. It's anyways. a question of value,
0: right? It's do they see the value? Is the value? Is the return greater than the cost? I mean. We're going right now, I'm looking at my house. I got guys hanging off the side of my house, fixing up some work on the side. I could do that. I mean, I literally, I could figure out how to do that. I can make calls. I could go do that. You could run a. I could rent the lift truck. I could have YouTube this one. I could have called a bunch of contractors. I know and I could have done that. The value is not there for me to do it. Right. Right. I would much rather pay an expert and a professional that's licensed and insured and has like in, has issues and recourse <laughs> if he screws something up than me trying to figure it out on my own. Right. right? It's the exact same thing. Now now maybe and I've tried it, I've done little patchworks and it sucks. Yeah. Right? There and I know. shouldn't have even tried it. Right. But at least I tried it. And there's well, nothing I, wrong with it.
2: I just went through this the other day at my house because there was a couple things with our plumbing that needed to be fixed, right? And so it was like three things. It was a like toilet need and we need a new toilet and we needed a new disposal and shower head right put in not just a shower head the whole the whole three pieces so i'm like oh i can do that so go to go to hello's buy the things get about 15 minutes into it one of the bolts is stripped and i'm like you gotta be freaking kidding me so out of frustration i'm like you know what called those up hey when can you have a plumber here and he was there the next day and he installed it and it was worth the money to have him do that but sometimes it takes that frustration of. Yeah, why not try it myself, right? Save the 500 bucks and do it myself. Only to realize, wait a minute, I just really, now I spent more than 500 bucks because I spent a couple hours of my time trying to do it. But sometimes it takes that. And it's the same thing with a for sale by owner or anyone else. Sometimes they just need to try it.
0: And and you're not I saving 500 bucks, you're saving 30,000 bucks. Right, right? And, in, and some and cases. Our,
2: in our case, it's so a lot more. Let's try yeah. it.
0: If, I mean, you're dumb not to try save 30 grand. Yeah, put, the be, to put, put the sign, sign out in the yard. You'd be stupid to not And you don't even need a sign in the yard anymore. Right? You need to log on to Zillow and post it as a for sale by owner or coming soon. And then the whole entire world, anybody who's interested in looking at a house right now will see your property and that might work, try it. If that doesn't work, give me a call. And if it does work and you need some guidance along the way, give me a call. I don't need anything from you. I wanna help you.
1: One of the builders we're representing just sold his house for sale by owner. And I was listening to our agent talk to the builder and he wasn't bragging or anything. His wife wanted to try it. So we started asking some questions. How much earnest money did you get? We didn't get any earnest money yep. are, are you paying any closing costs i don't know send me your contract right. <laughs> let me at least look at it for you and tell you where you got screwed because chances are somebody got you somewhere but it sold in three days
0: i, I probably did and it <laughs> might have been it might have been a good deal and it might not have been a good right. deal but either way at least at, at least you're looking at it right that's the whole point just be that the person of value we, we, we just came off last week three days of next level university with 200 and some agents we train for three days, nonstop trade straight. It was an amazing yeah, was awesome. three days, right? And I think the the takeaway is just talk to people and let them know that you have their back and you can trust them. That's it. The, that's well, I'm it. really excited because after that class, you know, we came up with the lane theory, mm-hmm. pick your lane
1: and stay on it. And now we're gonna follow up. I'm just excited about this next week. We're gonna have a three series lane training. Yep. So you're gonna do FSBOs and real shore. Yep. You're going to do social and severe, yep. and Otis is going to do remine and expires. Yep. And the agents that pick one of those lanes are going to tune into a special video Zoom meeting, and we're going to do that every week for the rest of this quarter. It What's going to happen by lane. the end of that quarter if the agents stick through, they're going to become masters of those three things. Yeah. Yep. And then they can play that game next quarter. They can learn something new. Yeah. But and our the question is
0: going to be is who commits and who sticks with it. Yep. Well,
1: everybody I've asked every day for the class that I teach. Yeah. Who's, who's signing up? They said they're signing up, we gotta follow up on that.
0: Yeah, we'll send the, the links out later on today. Now, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm stoked about that one. So that's, that's,
1: the,
2: really that's the exciting- I'm stoked
1: because you guys are doing it, I'm not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we gotta find another lane for him. <laughs> I got my
0: lane. He's got daily trading. Yeah, He's true. doing the morning, he does the morning does. huddle every day. That's right. So what are you excited about most with this market right now?
1: Oh, God, there's so many things. I think what I'm most excited about for us in this market is the inventory we're bringing. Because that's gonna just, it gives so many opportunities.
0: Because it's hard to get inventory, it just is. But we're actually building it,
1: so that's different.
0: Because we know what's needed in the marketplace. We know what the voids are and we're filling it over there. What what I'm stoked about is when you drive around these markets, I mean, I'm over here on, on the Pinellas County beaches, you're over in Hillsborough County on the waterfront over there. And they're, they're totally different markets. Totally different. Com- completely yeah. different. And these markets here, I'm super stoked about because what's happening in um, the beaches right now has never happened before. It's always been a cool place to have a house on the beaches, but it's now becoming a lifestyle of younger families are moving in. People are realizing a lot of work from homers, a lot of to people that, coming into the incredible. area and they're realizing this is a pretty cool lifestyle. To do it, and then you can see you can find a house still on the water over here in the five hundred thousand buck Look at that one over I mean, there.
2: Well, yeah, well that's not a, that, that's
0: like not you. half a yeah, million bucks, but, 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 but that,
2: that was, house, this house.
0: But that house is what two million in bucks in
2: Miami. About, not even, it, not even million eight. Yeah. So that house in Miami five or six is million a bucks. five or six, seven million dollar house. No, yeah, no doubt. And here it's under two, right? Yep. And that's a huge ass house.
0: And here's the fun part. i here. You in Miami. can go <laughs> further down this canal and look at this one. We're about to go around. Same lot same seawall you could I buy that house if that was for sale you'd be able to take that property down for 700 grand 750 maybe yep. for the for the lot rip it out throw it at it throw it away and then go build something like that well now you have an amazing home for under two million bucks right brand new house now you go on the beach it's a little different because you're talking about yeah like right there that little one the cool house but they're functionally obsolete the buyers that are coming to this market are totally different than they used to be, and a lot of international buyers because of our international direct flights that have been coming down here for the last two years. And now it takes eight hours to get here from Europe without changing planes anywhere. But so, I'm not going into a total pitch about the market. But what I'm excited about is one thing: consumer confidence. Because for somebody to buy that for 750, knock it down, to knock it down, to hire an engineer, an architect. Right. A new home, Seawall guy, design the pool two years from now, start the mortgage payments on a $2 million home is a big bet (laughs) that the economy is going to be okay, that your job's still going to be there, that your family's going to be stabilized, that everything's going to be okay, your stock market's going to be okay, your 401ks, you're going to be healthy. All those questions go into your mind before you bite off something at that level because that's a two year from now commitment that people have to make now. And it's all about consumer confidence. So, from an agent perspective, we've never seen consumer confidence as high as we have right now, with mortgage rates as low as they are right now, with supply and demand curve the way that they are right now, it's never been more perfect, right? So it's for why we're kind of with a megaphone shouting out the value and our help for Empower, Educating, and Courage is because we know what it's like in, in the down markets. <laughs>
1: yeah, make hay while the sun shines.
0: Right? And it is shining big time right now. So we want to make sure that if there is any spark that needs to be just reignited reignited or just fueled that flame big time, let us help you do that, right? Let this be a help. Reach out to any of us directly, however you want to. We help people all the time. And we want to make sure that you get all of the crap out of your way, declutter your mind, recontextualize your life, and get clear about how to make things happen right now.
2: Yep. Well, especially when it's not just homes on the water, what you're seeing right now is growth amongst all segments of real estate, right? Even in normal neighborhoods, normal people real estate is as good as it's ever been, right? And so that when you start seeing it across well, all segments. Define
0: regular people real estate.
2: You're people that are moving around because of death, divorce, jobs, right? Your your two hundred fifty to $500,000 house segment yeah. is booming, right? Yes. And so it's not just... The beach house right a lot of times when you see the luxury real estate is the market that's booming it, there's usually an excess in the marketplace that then has a correction and then it but you're not seeing that you're seeing yes this is booming on the water and everything else but it's also booming in normal neighborhoods right even and, more you know we just had a record high sale in my neighborhood yeah. and i'm sitting there going yeah, yeah because you know that raises my value well, um so i i love seeing that across all of it
1: Another thing I'm excited about is these low interest rates. And I'll, I talk about my daughter a lot. She's in real estate with us in our Tampa office. She's 26 years old and she bought her first house, right? Mm-hmm. $250,000 house, nice neighborhood. Her payments are $1,100 a month. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, honey, you're gonna own that for the rest of your life. You're not gonna live there the rest of your life, but you're gonna own it, never sell that house. That yeah. helps with rent right now for fifteen dollars or $1,600 and she's got a $1,100 yeah. payment. Right. Make money on right. Other people right. should be buying real estate right now to never sell it but three and a half percent fixed mortgage interest rate for 30 years right yeah. that's insane
0: yep yep but that's a message that a lot of people don't really understand how what an anomaly that is I know in the real market they think it just kind of is that
1: way my first house mortgage was ten and a quarter percent and it was a construction loan
2: but yep. how many how many agents do you think are walking in to someone who's calling them for a listing appointment right now and saying do you really need to sell this house
0: because you shouldn't
2: Because you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Right? But how many agents do you think have the audacity to walk in and actually say that to somebody?
0: Not many. Not many.
2: many, But it could be the difference maker. Right? If someone walked in, how much trust does that build? If someone walked into my house right now, because we're in the same boat, right? Mm -hmm. I purchased this house and it has literally almost doubled in value in the last five years. Right? Easily could rent it and make money if I needed to. I should never sell that house. Correct. Right. But if I went to sell it and someone Unless you have a
0: better use for that yeah, money. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Right. But it, but if someone walked in and actually made me think about that and said, hey, Mike, don't sell this house. Do you need to sell this house? What are you doing with the money? How much equity do you right? have? How much equity is there? What do you what's your plan? Where are you going? Why right, are you doing it? Cash. Right? I
1: just talked to an agent about this the other day.
2: Those questions do that. would to immediately my build trust. Right. But yeah. they're not ass. Most people are walking in and like, great. Here's the last ingredient. Sign yeah. here. This is our we're, commission. We're so tied to the outcome, right? So,
0: but that makes that's that makes a big difference. Now, a smart agent would be reaching out to you right now and saying, "Hey, I don't know if you've ever thought about it, but I've noticed you. How, how long have you owned your home now?
2: Five, five years.
0: Okay. So, a smart agent in your neighborhood should have you on a target list of somebody that's got reasonable equity yep. that is able to move.
2: And they certainly should. And we, you know, I like, there's a couple agents I'm actually going to be recruiting because I like their hustle. Like I got one yesterday, the person who just had that record sale in our neighborhood got a direct piece of mail from them that said just sold, right? Now, you know, I'm not the biggest proponent of direct mail. Anyone who watches our content knows that from that perspective, because 99% of the time that thing's getting thrown in the trash. I only care because I like to see who's doing it because I can recruit that agent potentially. Uh, But... What would have been even better is if I got a customized piece of mail in my inbox from him that said, Hey, I just sold this street up uh, this house right up the street from you. Here's what I'm showing on your house. Mr. Puma, would you be interested in sitting down talking now? I'm interested. Because right? you're
0: already going, yes, look at the equity I have that yeah, started the exactly. thought.
2: Exactly, and it just started the thought, and then it feels like it's to me. When I see my name and info about my house on that piece of paper, yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. And now I already know, man, this guy's done his research. He knows he just sold that house. Sure, he could probably sell it. Yeah. It's, a, it's a completely different world. It's instant credibility. Well, Here's instant. Another,
1: another challenge with that. You know who's doing that really, really well? Who's that? Zillow.
2: Yep, Zillow does too. I get
1: an email every couple weeks from Zillow saying, Hey, Craig, here's the market change on your house. Your house has gone up this much, gone up, down this much, totally customized direct to me, consistently done all the time with market comps in it. That's right. So that's my point to our agents is if you're not doing this shit, understand other people are doing it to your customers.
2: Listen, we let Zillow happen. The real estate industry let Zillow happen, right? And now agents, I love when agents complain about Zillow and realtor and all these, you guys let it happen, all they're doing is looking at the opportunity and saying, okay, we'll go where the attention is and we'll do it at scale. Yeah. Right. And it never should have happened because Zillow should have been innovated by a brokerage. Zillow should have been innovated by agents right. and it wasn't. And so someone took advantage and the same thing is going to continue to happen. The more we sit on our hands, you know, for the last year I've been preaching do, especially now that we have Remind, do customized mailers. Sit down, look at your high sell right. scores. You only have about 20 in your neighborhood, 30, maybe tops. You can knock those out in a couple hours. You can have customized piece of mail to every single one of them. You could do it.
0: but, but you, they won't. Well, because there's too many things to do. But if somebody were to niche down and decided that your neighborhood was their targeted farm, right? their job is to understand the Mike and Courtney Puma story, right Yeah? And knock on your door. How many agents do you see knocking on your door once a month? Never, right. So, but the guy who won the postcard, sent the postcard wins. Yep. Because if somebody were to knock on his door, he would have trumped the postcard. Yeah. So that's the whole thing. And for you, whoever do you find in your scroll that yep. says, hey, I'm in Meadow Point, right? Yep. The community, nobody's doing that on a consistent basis for you too. So you're you're technically wide open to be stolen. Wide open. So somebody smart would be going to, if they wanted to niche down, and ultimately get to Courtney yep. and say, Courtney, what about this house would you prefer to be a little bit different, right? What would she say to that? What, if she were to have a perfect, if that, if the house you're in right now had a, some X was nicer or bigger or better, what would it be?
2: I think she would like a little bit of a bigger, even a bigger yard for sure. Right. And fully redone bathrooms and all that kind of stuff. And kitchen's or... kitchen's been redone, so she loves the kitchen. Right. But the the bathrooms haven't backyard pool. Backyard pool. She would love resort style pool more okay. so than just a normal resort pool style. Which would resort style more space. Pool. Yeah. So
0: a smart person who could have reached you yep. and had this conversation could have just planted a seed and could have now known the equity that you have in your home, yep. what the interest rates are, leverage their grow financial lender to come up with what it would actually take if you were to buy a house. And you like your neighborhood, you want to stay in the same school district. So what's the nicer home in your neighborhood that's totally within your payments, within your reach, completely able to happen with a resort pool? Or hey, by the way, this lot's a lot bigger, huge yard. Here's my buddy who owns this pool company. And I think you guys might want to take a beat because I could probably roll this pool construction contract into your loan and to have your payments be about where they are and let you put this equity down. You guys interested in looking on Saturday? Yeah,
1: because when yeah. you get home, all of a sudden Courtney's gonna be pissed because your bathrooms are old and your yard's yeah, too yeah. small.
2: Once that thought's in there, <laughs> right. I've never hated my house more after hanging out with Jeff. And he's like, you really <laughs> should live on the beach. You you don't have this, you don't have that. And then I, look, like, I like my house. I go, I'm like, I hate my house. I don't want to live here anymore. But
0: that's the point, right? Yeah. It's planting seeds, no, but that that's is. a long-term business. If somebody had you as their target. right? And But that's how that's how niche down it can actually get. So. What we try to do is help pick a lane because you—that that is a good idea. And everybody watching could do that and it will work for you. But yep. so does everything else. And when you try to do a little right. bit of everything, you suck at yep. all of it. Yep. So that's kind of our, our hope and our, our goal for this quarter is to this help. Is the stuff we talk about. Everybody <laughs> yeah. get clear, pick a lane and get to work. And because right. you're not going to do it. the best analogy we were talking yesterday. Uh, this one was something I was talking to the sales meeting on Tuesday was um just using a sports analogy for basketball right and i had two agents sitting there and i said all right here's a basketball and for you here's a basketball and next tuesday morning i'm going to see who shoots better three throw have a nice week right and then one of them they all know they need to practice to be good at a free throw right one of them will probably do it kind of and the other one probably won't so somebody well, they will each take a couple shots today and maybe 10 or 12 or 15, maybe 18, right? Then maybe tomorrow, maybe not. But what if one of them sat there and banged in a couple hundred of them a day, right? Every day for a couple hours a day, just kind of put those shots up there and took those shots a week from today. And then we were to have a three throw contest. Who's gonna win? The one who practiced. The one who practiced that one, right? So one of the things I wanna make sure we drill down is every shot is a contact and a connection. Mm-hmm. So it could be just responding to the person who likes the picture of your cute dog, right? And start an engagement and saying, what's up, Shirley, how's life, right? And at least, hey, I just saw you guys went to Disney World, how did you like it, right? That could be a messenger, that could Absolutely. be a text, that could be a DM, that could be Instagram, that could be something, but at least that's a shot. Right, so if you think about how many shots did you take yesterday, that could be a, a knock on this door and to say, hey, your house is really cute. Did you know your lot's worth 550 grand right now with nothing on the market, are you guys interested? That's a shot too, <laughs> yeah. right? A conversation of just that. Is that. That's the conversation over and over and over. So if you really go internal and think about how many shots did you take yesterday and how many are you doing today and how many are you planning to do tomorrow, because if we fast forward 30 to 45 days from now, you're gonna get a check that pays you in direct proportion to the number of shots you took today. Right. And, yep. so and then the check you got today or didn't get today is a direct result of you not taking shots 30 or 45 days ago. So now we have 10 weeks left in this quarter and we're going full throttle, hardcore press on people who are in our tribe and saying, I don't care about Q2. We have 10 weeks and we're going to put up at least an additional four extra transaction of what you're normally doing. And there's another 20 grand in the bank. So we're going to throw an extra 20 grand in everybody's bank minimum, right? Extra. On that one so that's kind of our zero laser focus on what we're doing with the salespeople but that's what I want you guys to zoom in reach out and I think we were talking earlier content open to other ideas too we've got a lot of cool things on our on our whiteboard for this quarter but um, any cool ideas you guys have reach out uh, do it we're gonna have some cool guests on along along the quarter too, going through so what are your parting words thoughts for this your excitement for this quarter really it's just making sure that we're making hay
1: while the sun shines the lack of inventory the new home inventory it's just learning and keep learning and growing and doing and that's 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 pretty much just it it's just don't let it don't let this market pass you by
2: regret is scary and i think there's going to be a lot of people that look back you know two three four years from now or whenever we see a little bit of a dip in the market or a correction at some point it's going to happen right we don't know when it'll happen and when it does there's going to be a, everyone's going to look back at this time and say man I wish I would have right in the same way that we look back and say ah, I wish I would have invested in Facebook back when it was first great yeah. like the, that regret is scary and so i think now is the time to to get to work put listen to what we have to say and do what we do Right. There's a reason that we that we shoot the content the way that we shoot it. There's a reason we put stuff out there. There's a reason we're doing all of it. So don't just listen to us, watch what we're doing and start to put it to action in your business. And we'll share
0: and reach out if you have any questions about it too. My biggest excitement is helping people break through the fact that they need way more money than they think they do, (laughs) because the ultimate goal is to whatever money you have, you need a month right now to live, whether it's five grand a month, 10 grand a month, eight grand a month, four grand a month, whatever it is to cost you to live. The ultimate goal is to have other investments that pay you that much money a month so you don't, you're don't, you not tied to the outcome of your work, right? Yep. So that's one of the things I'm passionate about doing is making sure everybody, myself included, and we're working towards that too, guys. We're figuring out what kind of lifestyle do we want? What does that lifestyle truly cost? How much money needs to flow in effortlessly, right? I use that word loosely because there's effort behind everything, but what will flow in on a monthly basis consistently based on the actions we do today? Right. So if that if you need a why, there's your why. Let's figure out the lifestyle you want to live. What does that cost? And let's get income to cover that and then some and yeah, there, so that's, that's my how passion. Take
1: the pressure off.
2: Absolutely.
0: Taking the pressure. So anyway, welcome to our first Beggins Begging Brothers for. podcast. And um, I'm excited. To I do am it. Good. And if you have not yet, make sure you hit that subscribe button and just keep getting notifications of what we're pushing out here every day. And if you're not on our Facebook, like us on Facebook and are following our Instagram channel, our YouTube channel, make sure you're following it. We're pushing out on TikTok now too. Just make sure you've got everything that you're up to date, guys. We're going to help you. And thank you for watching. Thanks, guys.